What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, Soul and Body Coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> that's me, that's me. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, potent, wild and crazy ride of a planet. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am, as it said, Keisha Clark, and I am your host here to have a conversation with you for the next hour, roughly, um, about all things pertaining to how we can have the joy, get to actually the joy, and then have the joy of lining up with our essence and living it every day. And I get that that might be a part that a lot of us miss. I was certainly missing that, lining up with my essence, that living it every day part. I could line up, I could do the aligning, and I could have those great moments, and then I would go out into the quote-unquote real world <laughs> and hit a speed bump, sometimes of epic portion. So this show came along, uh, oh gosh, a little over a year ago now, this incarnation of my show. I've actually been with Inspired Choices Network since 2014. Oh my gosh. Um, took a little hiatus a couple years ago, came back last year, and I'm just having a blast. Uh, and in part, I'm very much aware that is due to the fact that I have been more willing to be having the joy of lining up with my essence and living it every day. So it is my sincere desire to be an invitation for you to find what that is for you. How do you live your essence every day and have joy in that? So we play with all things pertaining to that here on Aligning Divine. I am a soul and body intuitive and coach, and I like to say I'm actually, like, this is evolving just a little bit. It's becoming, the name I'm starting to use is intuitive living coach, because living through and from and in and, and with your intuition intact is really one of the things I'm finding that kind of re resonates even more with this theme of having uh, the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. So we'll have a conversation about that someday in the near future. Today, we are actually having a conversation about, oh boy, might be a little bit of a hot button or controversial topic in this moment, and we're still going to do it. Can you choose freedom? Can you choose freedom? <laughs> I know, I know, and we're still going to go there. I'm still choosing it. So there are endless conversations about freedom, what it is, who can have it, what it costs, who pays for it, and it goes on. And it goes on, and it goes on. And in spite of our pontificating, <laughs> I love that word, on the ideas and the themes of freedom, not to mention, even though I am doing that here, the endless political speeches, <laughs> it seems that more people struggle with the idea of freedom rather than experience it. So one of my top ten quotes that I love, that I love, that I love, is from Abraham Hicks. You are so free, you can choose bondage. One of my favorites, one of my favorite favorites. Um, so the idea of choosing bondage, it might seem kind of crazy to some of us, and yet you could say that choosing bondage is something most of us have mastered. So if we are so free, 
that we can choose bondage? What if we could choose freedom? And can we choose freedom? And perhaps the question evolved into, will we choose freedom? Yeah, so I just breathe into that, lean into that. And and what I get, one of the first things I get that I'm really aware of when we bring up this topic is it kind of short circuits people's brains, which is not a bad thing altogether. <laughs> and yet, we kind of get lost in this bucket of freedom because there are so many really interesting vantage points around freedom. So let's talk about let's let's look at freedom first. Of course, we're going to look at freedom a lot today. But so, what kind of freedom? I, I see that happen a lot. We we kind of defer into what kind of freedom are you talking about? And I think that's part of what gives way to this blurry kind of hazy, vague, veiled <laughs> uh, thing that freedom actually could be, but we don't we're not able really to get to it. On, in a general sense, right? It, we have these really interesting ways that we keep ourselves from even tapping into what freedom could be for us. So when we talk about freedom, it, the, the conversation pretty quickly kind of goes into different categories of freedom. At, at least that's something I notice. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Uh, people are talking about spiritual freedom, personal freedom, religious freedom, um, ethnic freedom, cultural freedom, whatever, we we tend to put a, a qualifier in front of the word freedom. And there's for me, what I look at for myself, that what the question that brought me to is, how much freedom am I really willing to, to be aware of? Am I really willing to be aware that there is freedom beyond all of these qualifiers? And of course, my answer is yes. <laughs> and the process of tapping into that, the process of getting acquainted with that, the process of really getting a sense of what that is and can be in my everyday life here on the planet, my this planet Earth playground, the process of that is ongoing. Because freedom is so much more than just an idea, but for so many of us, it gets stuck in the idea or the ideal category. Like it's out there somewhere and we have to pursue it. Have you ever played with it that way? Has that ever been the case for you? Um, and of course, with so much of how we do things on this planet Earth playground, <laughs> though you, you hear me sometimes if, oh, you know what, if it's your first time here, thanks for stopping by. <laughs> I so didn't even do that in the intro. I typically, I usually kind of like to say welcome and hello, and we just jumped right in. So if it's your first time playing with me, you have not heard me say this. <laughs> and, and if you've played with me before and you come back, thank you so much, and you're going to hear me say this again. Uh, no matter what the what is looks like when we play with that phrase, um, but we kind of get caught up in what the what is looks like. And right now, as with many different eras of our time here on this planet, the what is, it, it looks pretty scary. We're we're in this very interesting global adventure, and then respectively, we're also having our own adventures of uh, 
things coming up that are really pushing a lot of our buttons. And, and freedom is one of those central themes that is really being pushed right now. The, the, the edges, the, uh, I guess we're, we're pushing the envelope or we're testing the edges, however you want to say it. Um, because right now, what I'm referring to the right now, is that uh, in 2020, in July of 2020, we are in the, I don't know if we're in the middle of it quite yet, or <laughs> two-thirds of the way through it, but we're finding ourselves in this very interesting, my words, uh, global pandemic adventure. Um, and in several countries, we're also finding ourselves in quite a, a hotbed of racial and ethnic um, oh gosh, you could say conflict um, and struggle. And so there's a lot going on that is really testing our meaning, our significance, our, our definitions and our limitations and our paradigm of freedom, of all of those kinds of freedom. And so it it is not a surprise to me that freedom is something that can be a, a brain fry type of concept. Um, and at the same time, freedom for many of us, as I said, it doesn't get out of that concept phase. So what can we do? What can we be choosing to shake that up a bit, to rattle that paradigm that's been in place or that belief structure that's been in place, conscious or unconscious, um, about freedom? And and does it require us to do something before we can have it? Or is it here waiting for us to choose it? Or something else? <clears throat> and so I will give you my disclaimer. Um, these conversations, which could not happen without you, thank you for being a part of this, um, really these conversations are about us exploring and tapping into our awareness for ourselves, um, so really both collectively and respectively, like what what is your awareness and what is your knowing about freedom? It's not for me to give you an answer. It's not for me to tell you how to have freedom. <laughs> it's not for me to tell you what you're supposed to do with your freedom. Um, it's really, I like to call these conversations catalysts <laughs> for your consciousness. Um, because what I love to do and play with is whatever, wherever we can tweak what is asking to be tweaked and changed and shifted and shattered in some cases, so that you can be bringing, well, so that each of us can be bringing more of our consciousness to the experiencing of our lives and bring more of our consciousness into how we create our lives. Um, this old, old, old story that our soul is out there separate in some way or not as available to us in this dimension or in this um, aspect of our consciousness, I'm ready to shatter that. And so that's what I enjoy playing with in part, and that is what these conversations are part of. Uh, part of why I do this is 
part of what we have been calling for is something different. And yet, for us to get to the something different, we have to let go of <laughs> what we've been hanging on to. And the paradigm that um, we can't access all of us while we're here in embodied experience on this planet, uh, in my interesting awareness, is actually false. It might have applied at some point. And where we are right now in our own process and in our collective evolutionary process, it doesn't seem to be any longer required that we are so separated from our soul, from our essence, from our knowing, from our infiniteness. So part of what I love to play with is establishing a greater connectivity, a greater awareness and connectivity. And when we talk about aligning with our essence and living it every day, that's, that is the essence of what these conversations are about. So my invitation to you is, Lean in. Let yourself get irritated if that's what comes up for you in this conversation. Let yourself feel whatever emotion is running through. You don't have to, like, you know, get it stuck in quicksand. But this is going to bring up some stuff because what I'm asking is for you to be acknowledging what you know beyond this lifetime. So let's dive in. So freedom. <clears throat> First of all, this categorical freedom. Are you... Are you willing to consider that you have only played with categories of freedom thus far? And I see this a lot in the work that I do with, you could call them readings or, you know, with the facilitative sessions. When we're including the entirety of our existence, we're tapping into our awareness of different incarnations and how many games we've played and how many things we've experimented with, how many energies have we uh, taken on in the different roles that we've played in different lifetimes. And what are the stories that got reinforced by those, or that we allowed to get reinforced by those lifetimes? And what are the truths that we maybe got to? <clears throat> and what have we been willing to bring forward in our cognitive, into our cognitive awareness now? And are we willing to bring more? Are you willing to have more of your infinite knowing in your cognitive awareness. I sure hope so. Because <laughs> for me, life can be a lot more intense and that for me is a lot more fun. Um, and it opens up the spectrum of your choices and your possibilities quite a bit. That's just my experience. <laughs> you might play with that and see what you get. And um, for us to look at freedom, for us to really explore freedom beyond the categorization of it, Let's open up to more of that entirety of our existence. So how many lifetimes have you played with different hierarchical, hierarchical I think that's a word, <laughs> roles? How many times have you been a queen? How many times have you been a king? How many times have you been uh, on on that same kind of God level, on that same kind of God life adventure, I guess we could say? And how many times have you been a slave? How many times have you been owned? How many times have you been property? How many times have you been traded for goods? What is your awareness? So right there, 
we are kind of pulling back some of the the curtain <laughs> on this idea of freedom, on the energy of freedom. Where what what was your freedom? How much freedom have you been willing to experience in whatever incarnations those were? And whenever they were. And I think it's really fascinating at least to me, if, if you look through the entire history of our existence, as we at least are familiar with it in this day and age, at every point in our story and in our evolving to get to where we are right now, in every point of our collective story, there is these varying degrees of what we perceived as freedom. Isn't that fascinating? And it starts in most of the stories of creation, in, in most of the, you know, I, I well, I don't know that any culture that there's that this isn't sort of woven into the threads of the stories of origin of any of the cultures and belief structures. It's there. I mean, you can look at any of them, and in some way it is, Freedom is one of those central themes. So as just an example, in the story of Adam and Eve, freedom was given, and then because of something that was chosen, freedom was limited, or freedom was then structured differently. Or some people might view it as freedom was taken away. So I am fascinated by that. <laughs> and and partly for me it's about isn't it strange? It it's really like to me it's super strange and bizarre and just kind of wild that we would ever want to go to a place of the idea that we don't have freedom and privilege. That we don't have favor, right? This notion that we could not have it because something outside of us said we can't have it. Like the whole idea of that to me, that's insane. Okay, now that's just me. I know I have a funny, you know, kind of different perspective on a lot of things, <laughs> freedom being one of them. So for me, when I look at this, I am what really fascinates me is the fact that from the very beginnings of us, as far as our story goes, there was this condition to our freedom. Now, isn't that interesting? Because if you look at the philosophies and the and the stories around, you know, the universe kind of uh, having its awakening, and and uh, I think one of the Rumi quotes, uh, I, I believe it's Rumi, it's one of my a quote that I love as well, <clears throat> is. Uh, we are the universe seeking to know itself. I think the Rumi quote is is from, it's one of the lines from a Rumi quote. It is, you are the universe in ecstatic motion. Now, look at the word ecstatic. Ecstasy. Ecstasy. Is there anything in the energy of the word ecstasy that feels like you can't have something 
right? Is there, I mean, if you just tap into that word, you know, if you've heard it about ecstatic dance, Gabrielle Roth, uh, this was some years ago, I might be dating myself. Um, but if you look at that idea, that possibility, what does that give you a sense of with regard to freedom? <laughs> so if, if we look at that Rumi quote, you are the universe in ecstatic motion. Universe expressing through each of us. Is the universe limited? Uh not that I'm aware of. <laughs> and we see signs of that. We see examples of that every day. And yet we can so quickly go into this notion, this perspective, this point of view, this paradigm of some type of limitation on how we can express and what we can express and when we can express that universe through us. So that is really fascinating to me. And that's part of whew, it's part of what gives rise to this question, can we choose freedom? Can you choose freedom? And we're going to dive even more into that. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to have a quick break, uh, take a breath, and maybe, you know, take a drink of water get some hydration, uh, let's uh, support our body to come along in this conversation and um, our our conductivity so we can stay open as channels of our own essence um, to be coming into more of our cognitive awareness. Let's play with that while we're having this conversation about freedom. I can think of no other place I'd want to be right now than having this conversation with you, and we will do more of that on the other side of this break. We'll be right back with more of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. 
To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. Hey, 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 my beautiful friends. Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine here on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm still Keisha Clark. I'm still the host, and I'm still really grateful you're here. So let's uh, let's dive in a little bit more to this uh, conversation today. Can you choose freedom? And I'm not asking you really for an answer. I mean, because for me, the short answer would be, well, yes. <laughs> right? Um, and uh, there's still kind of, there's a whole lot of conditions and qualifiers on that. I, I'm very aware of that for so many of us. And so uh, let's let's look into this a little bit more. The next place that really feels like it wants to to be braided into this conversation is the idea that freedom has a price. And uh, it's it's very, it's really up right now uh, in part because we're, you know, July 4th is uh, the American Independence Day celebration. Uh, and there's a lot of things that we see that talk about being thankful for those who paid the price so that we could have freedom. And I I don't, I won't say I, well, I don't agree or disagree with that. It's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's really about, I have a different, perspective. I have a different way that I be with that notion, um, as you might have guessed from the first segment of today's show. Uh, the notion that freedom is, a, is something we have to pay for is another interesting way we have put a condition or a qualifier on our freedom. Now, America is not the only place you see this. I, every single country, there is this, this uh, inherent kind of theme and it has a value, in my interesting point of view. It has a value. It, it has a value and it has a place in our story because, in fact, yes, quite literally, there are many people who have laid down their lives for their country in many countries. And I honor that choice with great reverence. And I, I put it to you, the question, how many lifetimes have you laid down your body for your country, for your family, for your tribe, for your cause? Ooh, yeah, I get that a lot of us have done that many times in many different incarnations for many different countries and causes. So isn't that a fascinating little piece of this that it it kind of stirs up the energy for me because when we talk about pledging our commitment to you know to king and, and country or to queen and country or to god and country uh there's an interesting something there we're making an oath right we're making a pledge now how many lifetimes did we make that pledge to how many different kings and queens and countries and gods so there's just an interesting little, you know, 
a little spinning piece of this, a little movable piece of this. There's an interesting something that is where I see in many cases we get really discombobulated because a lot of these oaths, a lot of these pledges, we never said, okay, we're done with that lifetime, so we're done with that oath. <laughs> and it sounds so simple when we say it that way, right? And yet, I have seen many cases where people are in well into their, what we would call, middle years of this incarnation with a lot of conflictual dynamic in their universe. And some of it comes down to these oaths and these pledges and these promises that have been in place from different incarnations that get activated when a similar energy signature comes into play in this lifetime. And yet, beyond the cognitive choice that's being made in this lifetime, there is all of this energy that's in play from other lifetimes around this particular topic. And in this case, we could talk about pledging to your God and your country, to your king and your country, to queen and country, to your tribe. So all of that that might still be in place, however much of that you would like to shift right now, you can just choose that. You can be willing to acknowledge, oh my gosh, I kind of have a ton of contractual energy still in place. And if you've ever read Carolyn May's Sacred Contracts, uh, there are a number of books around that topic as well. Um, how many times are you <laughs> trying to either renegotiate, rewrite, relive your sacred contract if that's what if that's how you're playing in this lifetime? Does it have to be a contract? How much does having a contract and I could do parentheses, an oath, a vow, a pledge, a promise. How much does having all of that still in place actually eliminate you being able to choose for you in the here and now? And again, this ties into that lining up with our essence. When we're willing to have that open channel, when we're willing to be aligning because that's an ongoing practice. When we're willing to be connecting with, tapping into our essence, our infiniteness, our knowing, our beyond cognitive awareness, we can choose and create and experience things far beyond the story of what is possible as a human. So this idea that there is a price of freedom, that someone has to pay for it, who have we decided has to pay for freedom? What have we decided the cost has to be? And are we simply repeating and replaying that story? Is that the best we have to offer ourselves? As we can look at it now, today, with more of our awareness intact, if we're willing to choose that, is that really something we want to replay?
And I hear a lot of people say it's time to rewrite the story. Yes, I can totally get on board with that. And what I would also invite you to consider, and what I am inviting you to consider also, is what if there's a different story? The story of what we know is possible, and what if rewriting what's already been done is not even close to what is actually possible for us? All because we are either buying into or still maintaining this very small percentage of the spectrum of freedom, of true freedom. Yeah, it, and and I so get that this is this is a hot button for a lot of people, and in part the way I am with what I am seeing and the way I interpret what I'm seeing, in part, the hot button piece comes from the fact that we get into thinking what freedom should look like for us or be like for us. Freedom should mean da-da-da-da-da-da, fill in the blank. Freedom should mean I can go anywhere I want, I can do anything I want, I can be anything I want, I can have anything I want. Well, idealistically, you could say that, yes. Is that true freedom, however, is the question I then pose. Is that actually freedom? And when we're saying I should be able to go anywhere, be anyone, have anything, do anything, right? When we're saying that, do you catch the subtle qualifier in there? And this is the piece that I am seeing being left out of a lot of the conversations, those qualifiers. Because if we're putting a qualifier on anything, and in this case, if we're putting a qualifier on freedom, we are putting a limitation on freedom, on our freedom. Because that's what a qualifier does. It narrows the scope of possibility. It confines the energetic dynamic that we can play with. That's what a qualifier does. It takes a portion of what is possible. It doesn't open the gate. Even if we say unlimited freedom, we're still putting a qualifier on it. And by the nature of that word, we have just limited what is possible for us as freedom. Now, that's a subtle but very potent component because <laughs> we have learned, as we were talking about in the, in the first segment with the Abraham quote, you are so free, you can choose bondage. We've learned to bond ourselves to thoughts of what freedom should be. And by the nature of that, we are binding ourselves and binding our spirits in a way. Do you get that? And I will just say right here, if none of this is ringing true for you, please don't try to make it true for you. If you have a different awareness of, of what freedom is for you and what you desire freedom to be, choose that. And what I will ask you is, does it open your world up to you? 
if your idea of freedom keeps your world small, is that really freedom for you? And I love the point that Abraham also brings up, and Abraham is not the only are not the only beings who have brought this point up. But where they uh, where they take us in that conversation of, of you are so free you can choose bondage is our resistance. Our resistance is that pivotal component, that pivotal variable. Because everything that we resist, we're actually bringing it to us by the nature of the fact that we're putting the energy of our resistance on it. Our resistance means we're giving that thing our energy. We're giving that idea. We're giving that experience. We're giving that person. We're giving that organization. We're giving that corporation. We're giving that administration. We're giving that law. We're giving that document. We're giving that thing that we're resisting our energy. Is that really how we want to change it? And is our resistance actually going to change whatever that thing is? Maybe temporarily. It might reshuffle the cards. How do we actually change that thing we're resisting? Let me rephrase that. How do we actually allow that thing we have resistance to change? See what I did there? When you play with the energy, you can change anything. And therein lies the rub. Because we we get into these conditions and we create these amazing situations and experiences whereby we want to be in the anger. We want to be in that emotion because it's feels like that emotion is what is going to create the change. If we can just emote it strong enough, right? If we can be angry enough, if we can be righteous enough, if we can be right enough about whatever it is, then we can change it and have the freedom we are longing for. And... (laughs) That is often the way we create the place we lock ourselves into. And I know this is paradoxical languaging. I get it. And life is an amazing paradox. And I'm one of the first people to say, I love irony. (laughs) And I see the irony in so many of the things we are doing and saying and creating right now. And yet, I know that that's also how we work with the energy of things. So often, we will choose the opposite, so to speak, of what it is we truly desire. And we, we, it's like we have to go through something backwards to get to the thing we really desire. Because we almost have set ourselves, well, in many cases, we have set ourselves up to experience in a way that we, you know, we talk about having our no before we can say our yes. So we do that with a lot of our things in life in general, in in many things that I notice, is we experience that thing we don't want so that we can get to the thing we do want. And that is a way to create. That is one really powerful way to create. That is a choice. And when it comes to freedom, how much of our lives (laughs) are we willing to be not free 
so that we can have the concept of freedom and never really choose freedom. So what is standing in the way of your choosing freedom? What is what is keeping us from choosing freedom with no qualifiers, with no conditions? What is freedom? What is the freedom that is actually available to us? Hmm. Callie, this is a theme that is really central to our existence. And I know that this one conversation, it's not about changing everything, although I'm totally willing to let it ripple this ocean, let it ripple this big pond. And uh, it's not a one-and-done conversation because freedom, just like so many things, freedom is that essential component to our journey. So we can we can set ourselves up with that however we want in in as many ways as we want in as many lifetimes as we want to play with it. Uh there is no wrong way to do it and there's no right answer in the way that I play. So <laughs> such an interesting Ooh, such an interesting, interesting, fascinating thing we do with this. Wow. Um, all right, so we are up to our next break, and it's a great time to take a breath. Again, if you're playing along today, if you're diving into this with me, have a drink of water, maybe some electrolytes, support your body to move this energy. This is, we don't need to hold on to it. We are on an adventure. We're we're riding through this, or <clears throat> swimming through it, or dancing through it, however you want to view it, because um, this is about tapping into more of our essence. And ooh, I think there's going to be some cool stuff <laughs> that our essence can really bring through in this next segment. So stick around. Uh, we're going to take a moment. You are here with me, Keisha Clark, on Align Divine on the Inspired Choices Network and wherever you are picking it up all around the world on whatever podcast platform. And thank you for that. And we'll be back on the other side of the break. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back and forward here. We're swimming into this final segment of today's uh, Aligning Divine conversation, talking about can you choose freedom? And wow, uh, that's kind of an open-ended question. <sighs> so um, if this is bringing up some stuff for you, I'm, I just would like to celebrate that. Uh, you're totally allowed to be really ir- irked by what I'm saying, you're totally allowed to be um, excited. You're totally allowed to be whatever you are and wherever you are with today's question of can you choose freedom. And again, this is not about me telling you how you're supposed to be with it and what you're supposed to choose and how you're supposed to choose freedom for yourself. It's really I am issuing you an invitation to maybe go a little further with this than you've ever been willing to go and go beyond the collection of conditions that you have only allowed this to be until now. So if this topic is really a hot button for you, and if it's a hot button through anything that's going on right now for you around the world, if you have that sense of something has to change, this is not right. If that's something that's going on for you right now, for whatever quote-unquote reason, would you let that be your evolutionary alarm? Before you feel like you need to go out into the streets or write a profound speech or take some dynamic physical action, Would you be willing to sit with this for a few minutes and allow yourself to align with your essence and ask, what do I actually know about this? And what are the gifts, the capacities, the abilities that I brought with me to be able to create something different in this lifetime, maybe different than I've ever been willing to create before, maybe different than the world has ever even seen before, maybe just different for you. Maybe that's the point. It's for you to have your awareness of what freedom is for you. And of course, we have the beautiful story, where we have many beautiful stories uh, that have come out of people's experience and journeys around freedom and what is perceived to be not freedom and conditions that may look like no freedom. Um, I think it merits (laughs) Man's Search for Meaning uh, is one of the books, Viktor Frankl, uh, probably one of the top books of all time uh, in this type of library, we could say. Um, He talks about his journey, his experiences, uh, being in some of what we would call the worst conditions you could possibly be in as a human. He was in a concentration camp. He experienced things that we would not even want to speak of in some cases. And that was the place that he also chose to 
go into his journey in a different way. And, of course, his book is the sharing of that. And what is that condition that you have determined is is your prison? And is it your prison? Or is it your paradox? Before you go out into the streets, before you pick up uh, a banner, before you take on, uh, you know, before you step up to whatever podium, what is it for you? And what did you bring with you that would be a way to create change, that would give rise to the change that we desire, that so many of us desire? Because let's acknowledge, not everybody desires that. And that's an interesting piece to weave into this conversation here, is we look at more of the stories, right? (laughs) So many of the... How do I put this? Gosh. So many of the things we celebrate, such as the upcoming Independence Day in the Americas, many of the things we celebrate, there are these different subtleties within those events that were actually not about freedom. Within that big story of this freedom celebration, there were these underpinnings or underlying pieces or aspects, you could say, that had separation in them, that that were about maintaining a, a conditional freedom or having a conditional freedom. So when we're celebrating those things, I just want to invite everyone to be are you willing to be more aware of the energy that you are reaffirming and reinforcing when you're celebrating? If you want to celebrate freedom, I invite you today, this time, and and to consider for moving forward, celebrate the true freedom. Is that really something we could now be willing to evolve into? is not putting a qualifier on the freedom. So from, as I was saying earlier in the show, if we were looking at our stories, from the very beginnings of us, there were conditions to our freedom. And what if now part of our being here is to evolve beyond the conditions into true freedom, the freedom we can choose no matter where we are, no matter when we're there, no matter what the what is looks like. If we can be more willing now to be aligning, to have whatever we require that allows us to tap into, reconnect with, or connect forward into even more of the essence of us the greatness of us, the infiniteness of us, 
whatever we can have that allows us to do that, what if that is what we're being called to do now? Is actually tap into the energy of the freedom that is beyond the conditions, that is beyond the qualifiers, so that we are actually bringing the energetic signature of that possibility into existence on this planet. What if that is what we can choose? Holy mouth. I, I I have a lump in my throat and I'm so excited and I'm so hopeful and I'm so um, grateful <laughs> that I chose to come here to do this with all of you, the whoever of you that we came to do this part, I know this is part of my part. I know this is part of my part. So I invite you, I invite you, I enthusiastically, emphatically invite you to be willing to know this about you. And when you feel like you have to go out there and do something, I ask you to take a moment and simply tap in because your willingness to bring and be that energy, my friends, that is a potency beyond all measure. And that will open the doors for so many more of us to choose it. And that is freedom. And that is true power. Your choice, your power is in your choice. And you can make a choice every single moment. And that's what I ask you to be willing to do. Choose in every single moment. So can you choose freedom? Yes is the short answer. And yes is the big answer. And if we can let go of all the conditions for us to choose it and simply start choosing it, wow, what else can we be and do and create here? I adore you. Happy Independence Day, my friend. Until next week. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with your essence.